Welcome to another episode. My name's Jose Naharo, and today we're gonna take a look at Amazon. So let's get started. Amazon just reported earnings today after hours, January 30th, 2020, and the stock is almost up 20 per 10%. It is all the way up to $2,553 compared to closing at $1,870. So today we're going to take a look at this company's slideshow that they provided during earnings. They also provided with some form of like a shareholder letter, which provides some more information. And we're also going to take a look at some news that come from Seeking Alpha just to see what's happening around with Amazon. Okay, so first Amazon, the main reason this company is up about 10% is Amazon beat earnings per share and beats unexpected revenue. Gap earnings per share were $6.47 and it beat by $2.51. Revenue was $87.4 billion and it beat by $1.35 billion. Revenue is up about 21% year to year. So th these are some great growth. It's crazy to see. We, we saw yesterday Facebook and today we're seeing another giant Amazon. We saw Microsoft. All these companies, which are titans, still are able to produce double digit growth on 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 revenue that's actually pretty impressive in my mind next let's take a look at how that revenue is broken down and how it compares to what was expected for this company first let's just break down the segment revenue for this company is broken down into three sectors the first sector is north america which takes up a huge portion of this company's revenue the next is international and the final is aws which is amazon's web services then if we break down so in all those segments amazon beat in every form of expected it beat north america north america produced 53.7 billion dollars expected with somewhere around 52.6 international was 23.8 and it was expected to be 23.4 and web services was 9.95 billion and it was supposed to be 9.8 so we see uh they did better they beat on all expected segments of their revenue all right, so next we're gonna take a look at the business segment. This company has five business segments, online stores, physical stores, third-party sellers, subscription services, and others. And most of these actually beat or were pretty flat or, or met expectations. Online stores kind of met expectations. They beat by 0.01 billion. Physical stores actually missed expectations by 0.01 billion dollars. Third-party seller service is a big beat. They beat by about $1 billion. Subscription service beat by $0.02 billion. And others beat by $0.2 billion. So we can see their basis segment. Everything met as expectations. There's not one except the, except the third-party seller services that beat expectations by a big margin. Finally, the last thing I want to take a look at is how this company's forward PE ratio is looking at. This company right now has a 27 earnings per share estimate for 20, December of 2020. So that gives this company a forward PE ratio of somewhere around 68.71. Out of all the companies that I feel I've done the, this week, Amazon is definitely the most expensive out of all of them when we take a look at a look at their full at its forward pe ratio but when we take a look at the forward price to sell this company for 2020 has a forward price to sales ratio of 2.77 which is not it's not bad which is actually a pretty pretty low number in my opinion all right so here we are in the financial 
slides that the this company provided during their conference call I highlight some of the information we're not gonna go through all the slides only the ones I thought were, were interesting to, to read about and then we're gonna take a look at some more information this company provided in their earnings so the first thing we're gonna take a look at is the free cash flow from the 12 trailing months from the trailing 12 months of this company in quarter 4 of 2018 for the, for the trailing 12 months this company had about 19.4 billion dollars of free cash flow now this company is sitting at 25.8 billion dollars of free cash flow so we can see that growth of 33% uh, 33% year to year within this free cash flow they also make a statement that operating cash flow grew about 25% year to year so we are seeing these double digits which I think is pretty impressive the next thing I wanted to take a look at is the shares. Again, it's so crazy, right? Seeing the different giants and the different players within within this earnings. Uh, most of the time, we see these big giants buying back shares. Uh, Amazon right now does not have a strong share shareholder return buyback program, which I think in their mind is they still believe that they can continue to grow. So they keep all that earning to make sure they continue to develop and continue to grow, which is not a bad thing. But I just wanted to, to show out there same time last year quarter four of 2018 they had about 507 million shares right now here in quarter four of 2019 they have 512 million shares so and they increase their they increase their total shares by about six about five million five million shares next let's take a look at net sales net sales for this company last year quarter four was 72 billion dollars this quarter was 87 0.4 billion dollars a growth of 21% year to year like I mentioned like I keep saying seeing these double digits is impressive next let's just take a look at the trailing 12 months which is pretty much just the physical year of 2018 and 2019 so for the full year of 2018 this company made 232 billion dollars in quarter four it made 280 billion dollars an increase of 20 percent year to year so the full year it grew like again that double digits which is pretty pretty impressive next if we break down the company's total sales 61 percent of the sales come from north america 27 percent come from international revenue and 12 percent come from the web services uh, so it's pretty crazy right how north america is such a huge player of, of this company's net sales next let's take a look at operating income operating income grew only two percent which i thought was pretty pretty a letdown compared to the amount of revenue they grew i would have expected operating income to grow at a, at a higher pace as well but we only see a two percent year-to-year growth on quarter operating income quarter four of 2018 this company had 3.7 billion dollars of operating income this year they had about 3.8 billion dollars of operating income Operating income in the trail in the for the full year of quarter four of, of 2018 was 12.4 billion dollars, and operating income for 2019 was 14.5 billion dollars. So here we did see a nice 17% increase year to year on full year operating income, and this is what I wish we would have seen in quarter four. But I wonder if quarter four was just they had a lot more expenses to pay off. So now we're going to take a, a look at segment results for North America. Here in North America, compared to the same time last year, sales are up 22%. So sales last year were 44 billion. Right now they're sitting at 53.7 billion. So we did see a huge increase in sales, but unfortunately we saw a decrease in operating income. It's down 16% year to year. And that's actually pretty weird, right? Why would you have an increase in sales 
but make less money and this is something that in further episodes we, we probably dig in to see what's really happening and why this company is losing sales on more on more more revenue internationally this company made 14 percent more sales this year when we take a look at the international for quarter four of 2019 compared to quarter four of 2018 and still this company is providing operating loss on their sales even though the the sales decreased a little bit this company still this quarter produced 617 million dollars loss on their revenue collected from from international results finally one of my favorite segments from amazon which is one of the biggest money maker for amazon is sales so sales uh, is aws the amazon web services amazon web service grew 34 percent year to year when we take a look at quarter four of 2018 to quarter four of 2019 and operating income grew 19 percent operating income was 2.6 billion in quarter four of 2019 2.6 and operating income for north america was 1.9 so this company look so this is what i think is is pretty crazy so it's and it's actually a good if the this company continues to improve its aws it can continue to make better operating income but at a 53 out of 53 billion dollars sold this company only made 1.9 billion dollars so 53 billion to 1.9 out of nine billion dollars out of ten billion dollars that this company sold in aws it made 2.5 billion dollars right so it's five times less the sales and more than one times greater the uh the operating income so aws if aws continues to grow at this double digits we're definitely going to see this operating income of aws continue to rise higher and higher all right, so that's it. That's all I have from their fight from their slideshow. Now let's take a look at this company's um, information that they provided to us. All right, so some of the stuff here might be a little repetitive, but it's still good to know, right? To to remember these, so we like that when we take a look at this company again, we know what we're looking at. Now taking a look at the full year of 2019, this company's net sale increased 20% to 280.5 billion dollars. This company is making huge amount of sales this is ridiculous operating income increased to 14.5 billion dollars to the year compared to 12.4 billion last year so we do see that increase in operating income and net income also increased to about 23 dollars per share compared to 20 dollars per 14 um, and 14 cents last year so we saw about three dollars per share increase in net income and normally i try to look at the actual value of net income but this company has about the same amount of diluted shares as it did last year so looking at per share basis is actually a, a, a very easy way to actually see how this company is growing Bezos talked and he did say that more people joined prime this quarter than ever before and they have now over 150 million paid prime memberships around the world and the number of items delivered to u.s customers with primes free day free one day and same day delivery more than quadruple this quarter compared to the same time last year so this company is definitely working to make sure that its customers are getting the best services that they can provide and just a side note amazon is not a company that i have i have personally and at the moment i don't know if i will build a position 
in this company but i just like looking at where these companies go so if the companies ever do drop or ever give me a really nice entry price i know right away that i can go and jump in because i already know what's going on with the company this company then produces all these highlights that i'm not gonna bore you with but it tells you about all the things that this company is doing there's over 30 somewhere bullet points um so yeah feel free to go take a look at them if you guys want to i'm still scrolling still scrolling still scrolling still scrolling still scrolling the only thing i'd like to see is i, I did not read them but i do see a lot of aws amazon's web services highlights bullet points going on i haven't read most of them but i do see a lot of them and that's good because we saw right aws has such great margins compared to the rest to the rest of the company for the first quarter of 2020 guidance they expect somewhere somewhere between 69 to 73 billion dollars which is a growth of 16 to 22 percent again we continue to see that double digit growth operating income is also expected to be somewhere between 3 billion to 4.2 billion compared to 4.4 billion this past quarter so they are seeing a little bit less in, in in operating income this first quarter compared to quarter one of 2019 but they're saying that they're expected uh they're expecting to call to do lower depreciation expense here in in this year and we're going to see one thing they did do this year heavily is they were depreciating a lot of their assets which at the end of the day helped increase that operating income uh, so here they're gonna do less depreciation so they're gonna have less added to their to their income so the first thing we're going to take a look at is this company's fine um, cash flow. So cash flow from 2018 compared to cash flow 2019. The only true cash flow I really care about is net cash flow from operating activities. This is the ca positive cash flow that this company collects from its everyday business use. So in 2018 quarter four, this company had 16.5 billion of operating cash flow, and right now it's sitting at 19.6 billion. So about a three. 3.1 billion increase in operating cash flow and that's really great to see the next thing i want to show you is that this company looks like it collected some proxies it took a bit of long-term debt it collected this this year positive about one billion dollars of of cash from a long-term debt and it paid off about 1.8 billion dollars of of a long term so this is repayment so the first one is them collecting some form of or, or taking out some form of loan and the second one is repaying back some kind of loan so we did see that they took out a little bit more of a loan that this quarter compared to same time last quarter let same time last year but they also paid back a huge amount of of debt this quarter compared to same time last quarter last year so this quarter 1.8 billion compared to same time last year of just 0.1 billion dollars 0.1 not one so just 0.1 so they did increase their repayment by, by a huge amount. All right, so next we're going to take a look at this company's income statement. So income statement, we already talked a lot about their sales. So let's not take a look at their sales. I really want to take a look at their, at their cost of sales. So actually, there's something I do want to mention right in their sales. So sales for this quarter grew about $15 billion. Grew about $15 billion, which is pretty impressive compared to the same time last year. Their cost of sales grew about... 10 billion dollars their total operating expenses grew about um about 15 billion dollars so their total operating expenses grew about the same amount of total net sales grown 
And that to me is, is something I don't like to see, right? So this company is actually, if this company sells $1, it took $1 for this company to make that sale. And that's, that's, that's not something I like to see, right? So remember, we saw $15 billion increase in sales for this quarter, $15 billion increase. And we barely, we barely saw a hundred million dollars increase in operating income. And it's because that total operating expense has increased dramatically. The main culprit being cost of sales. But one thing I do see too is marketing. They spent a lot more money in marketing this year compared to the same time last year. This year they put $6.1 billion in marketing where last year they had 4.9. So I'm gonna give it to there. It's pretty smart that they used more money for marketing. So they continue to grow. And maybe that's why we saw that this quarter was the best Amazon Prime quarter of growth in Amazon Prime members ever. But yes, this is something, I mean, look, total net sales, total net sales for the year grew about $50 billion and total operating expense grew by $45 billion. So again, $50 billion increase for the whole year in sales, but operating expense grew by $45 billion. So they're barely making any money under sales. And that's the only real thing I complain about. But at the end of the day, it's that they're trying to just get these, 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 the members and these customers once these members sign up to like prime member and everything the revenue just keeps coming in with less cost of sales and that's what amazon is trying to do here we're going to take a look at this company we already took a look at the weighted average shares but basic shares 496 and then 496 million this quarter compared to 490 so we saw about 6 million increase in in basics in basic basic shares all right, next let's take a look at this company's balance sheet. And if you guys have watched my show, this is my favorite statement to take a look at because you can definitely see what this company is doing here. So cash and cash equivalents grew for this company about $5 billion compared to the same time last year. Uh, marketable securities grew about $10 billion. So it's sitting in $36 billion in cash and about $18 billion, in, almost $19 billion in marketable securities. So these are great numbers. Inventories did grow about $3 billion, but that's that's not much compared to that cash and cash equivalent growth and that marketable security growth. So this company has plenty, uh, has about, what I would consider cash has about uh, a little bit over 56, about $55 billion in cash. Um, for this company, this company has total current assets of $96 billion compared to the same time last year of $75 billion. And the biggest things were that cash and cash equivalent increase and that marketable securities increase. We also see an increase in accounts receivable, right? But that is to be expected. Accounts receivable is money that this company needs to collect from its customers. And if it's sold more revenue, the chances of more money being owed to them has also increased. So that makes perfect, perfect amount of sense. Next, we're going to take a look at the company's total assets. This year, this company has a total asset of $225 billion. Um, but one thing we take a note at here is this company is now reporting. It has to report. It's not by choice. It's not because it did it. it. It has no choice. It's reporting a new assets that cost that increased the total assets by 25 billion. So if we want to compare apples to apples, the true total assets is about 200 billion dollars compared to the 162 billion dollars last year. So again, we see this company increase total assets, and the biggest. A 20 billion um it was about a 40 billion increase in total assets about 20 21 billion came from total current assets increase the next came pretty much from 
property and equipment increase. Next, let's take a look at this company's current liability. Um, accounts payable increased about 10 billion, so from 38, la 38 billion last year to about 47 billion this year. But again, just like accounts receivable, this company provided a lot more sales, so it needed more products. So obviously, it has to it had to buy more products this year compared to the same time last year. So that's okay to see accounts payable increase like that. It also had a huge increase in the cured expense and others. So these are just expenses that it has not paid off, and it just continues to build it up and build it up. And that increased about ten billion dollars, and that's why total current liabilities grew about twenty billion this quarter, this year compared to the same time last year. Right now, sitting at eighty-eight billion compared to sixty-eight billion same time last year. But we saw a ten billion increase in accounts payable and ten billion increase in the cured expenses. Uh, next, long-term debt. This company has twenty-three billion dollars of long-term debt, and this is what I like. I like this a lot because that means this company has enough cash, enough cash to go off and just pay off its total long-term debt. That's what I like to see. I like when when quick current assets, when very easy liquidizable assets can come and pay off this company's total long-term debt. So that's definitely a good thing that I really like the company's balance sheet. So that's it. That's all I have. So let's do a quick recap of what I think Amazon is doing. First, just let's just go back. Their balance sheet is pretty amazing. I really think their balance sheet is pretty good. They have plenty of cash and they have very low debt compared to the amount of cash they have. Their income statement is also pretty good. They are increasing their sales by double digits this quarter and by the year. And this upcoming quarter, they also are increasing it by double digits. That is a good thing. Unfortunately, the amount of money they make by these sales is pretty much almost nothing. So they pretty much end up with the same operating income. When we took a look at their segment, we saw that AWS is one of the biggest, the ones with the greatest margins, making the most amount of money with the least amount of sales, which is pretty impressive. So I'm happy to see that AWS will also continue to increase. When we were looking at some of the highlights, AWS had multiple points. So we know that AWS is going to continue to grow and continue to help this company provide even greater operating income. And I do think at the end of the day, the operating income from AWS is going to be the true winner. But like I said, I don't like how the rest of the margins look for international and North America, right? We saw international being being a negative this company is actually providing a sale a, a loss on its revenue from uh, from international sales and it's making very little money in regards to proportion with its everyday sales but as a retail store right even though this is uh, as an online retail store this is expected right you would expect to make low operating margins on sales which i at the end i understand why those margins are low uh so it's understandable right next we're going to talk we're going to we saw what else did we see this company has no no shareholder buyback program or anything. It's not returning to the shareholders. It believes that it can continue to do better in its company and continue to invest in its company and keeping all its money, which again, to me, it's 100% okay, right? If this company believes it can make more money with its money, then go ahead and do it. And that's the way you're going to return to your shareholders. We also saw this company um, do better, more money on marketing which in, to me for a company like this is the equivalent of research and development. So again, that's also looking good. The only thing, uh, one thing I kind of didn't like was the forward PE ratio for this company is pretty high. I think 68 for just for me, right? For per, each investor is different. 
and and I can just miss the biggest wave ever. But for me, I feel like I can find better a better valuation in some other companies. So I don't say Amazon is a bad investment. It's just not my investment at the moment. Um, but a full PE ratio of 68 is kind of high for my taste. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to share it. And next, I'm going to take a look at, I'm not sure what company I'm doing next. Either, uh, I think it's Visa actually. Visa. Um, and then I might do EA Games because I really, I really want to do that. So take care guys. Have a good night and see you next time.